This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, January 28, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. When Californians learned of a plan to let the Public Service Commission take remote control of their thermostats during emergencies, they got more than a little heated. Cato Institute senior fellow Peter Van Doren, editor of Regulation Magazine, says the program, had it not been withdrawn, might have given consumers more choices about how they consume electricity. The California Energy Commission proposed that all new structures in California be equipped with high-tech, programmable, interactive, internet-facilitated thermostats so that the um, electricity providers in California could communicate with that thermostat and during what are called stage two and three electricity situations, which are situations of extreme shortage, that the central controllers could communicate with that thermostat and shut off and, in effect, raise the temperature so that your central air conditioning units would would be cycling or inoperative during these um, potentially devastating blackout periods. The media picked up on this and said, in a kind of New York Post fashion, said basically, the government is now going to control the thermostat in your house and will tell you when to run your air conditioner. And of course, the people on our side went nuts. And I'm not sure if what the reaction was on the left, but people on the blogger right sort of went nuts and said, see, that stupid commie California government is... is um, getting in your uh, house again, and, and, and uh, Nancy Pelosi won't be satisfied until X, Y, and Z occur. And of course, it forgot the larger context, which is electricity markets right now uh, don't use real-time pricing to allocate supply and demand at the retail level. California actually is moving to real-time pricing, which will involve installing not only smart meters, in the house, but also then in response to that, presumably rational households would install um, interactive thermostats and, and whatnot so that the householder could set their price parameters into this system saying, if the price of electricity gets above X or Y or Z, do this to my central air conditioner, i.e. cycle it or run it every so often or don't run it at all. Um, and Again, this would all be kind of neoclassical economics 101. What would happen in a truly deregulated market? We don't have that yet. We're, and the question is how to get there. And so in the context of mandates, is this something that I worried about a lot? And the answer is, is not really for, for two reasons. One, right now, householders have no choice at all about whether to be blacked out or not in a stage two or three emergency. A stage Because they're not facing... The individual incentive is to continue consuming electricity up until the point of blackout. Correct. There are no signals now. There's no communication between households and the central controller at all. And because electricity is very different than any other commodity we know, which is that supply and demand in physical terms have to be balanced in real time, at all times, under all circumstances. The possibility of using prices, and only prices, to allocate this behavior is probably extremely unlikely. That is, we can introduce pricing, we can get pricing to be much better than it is now. Even now, the wholesale market that works most like what economists would like it to operate is the PJM, the Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Maryland interconnection here in the 
um, Atlantic seaboard. They have five-minute time-varying uh, prices at 5,000 different nodes in the system. And a node is a place where either generation is injected onto the network or a big substation takes uh, generation, takes power off the network. <clears throat> and But again, those are five-minute time-varying prices. And controllers, there's still an office where people sit before screens and watch this system in real time and then call up generation or shut down generation to try to equilibrate supply and demand exactly. Because what if that does not happen, you start to have degradation from the 60 cycles per second that is alternating current electricity, 60 hertz. If there's too much demand and too little supply, you start to get to 59.99 cycles per second, and then you drift down. And then eventually you'll see your lights get brown. You'll have brownouts. And then the system loses its integrity, and then you have a blackout of the sort we saw on the East Coast when uh, when the power plants in Cleveland area tripped out um, in, what, the summer of 2003, I think it was. So anyway, so right now, it's not like we have complete freedom, and this thermostat proposal is an erosion of that freedom. Actually, right now, you don't have any freedom at all. You are, you will consume, and then suddenly you're blacked out, and you don't know it's going to happen. Nobody, nobody tells you. Now, the technology that was to be essentially mandated in new buildings in California would allow potentially for people living or working in these new buildings to face a trade-off that they would not previously have the opportunity to face. Exactly. In other words, instead of losing all the power in your household, you would be able to, the controller could then shut off remotely um, the power simply to your air conditioner, which leaves your your refrigerator and your lights and everything else operating. And, to, and I think, even though I'm always suspicious, and libertarians ought to be suspicious of sentences that say, we all know that, well, in this case, I'm going to invoke that. We all know that it, losing just your central air conditioning seems to me to be um, superior to losing all electricity, which is what occurs in a stage two or three situation under current rules without your consent. So this actually, this proposal would increase the possibility of, in effect, freedom uh, of consumers. And um, I think when portrayed in this way would not be seen as, as the uh, devil incarnate. To be sure, it is a requirement, but of all the requirements I've ever seen, this is something I think that, um, and again, I, I don't like using these words, but we all would agree that, or I can't conceive of people who would not agree to, in effect, giving themselves the option of having some electricity rather than no electricity. That That's all the proposal was. But sadly, the non-intellectual um, kind of populist way in which this was discussed in the media um, led the California Energy Commission to withdraw the proposal. And ironically, this is, it's not really a blow for freedom as it is for unthinking, uh, the, the sort of non-thinking behavior of the mob almost, which, again, libertarians are not in favor of mob rule, it seems to me. And this was, this is pretty close to, you know, the New Yorker cartoons where the peasants are beating at the castle and the, the king staring down and saying, what do I do now? 
Peter Van Doren is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute and editor of Regulation Magazine. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. You can subscribe to Regulation Magazine and read more on electricity deregulation at our website, cato.org.